Welcome back to What Buzz with Bud Was. That's me, your host, Bud Was, and I'm looking into what's the buzz around Mystery County Superior. It's a beautiful morning, balmy and wonderful. We got uh, time right now of 8.07, and I got callers already on the line. The buzz topic of the day is, what's the goochiest thing you've ever seen? The Goonch is a absolute specter of life here in Mystery County. If you haven't seen one, you know someone who has. And we want to hear your goonch stories so we can decide over in the Wuzzosphere if what you saw was the actual goonch. We got our first caller on the line here. Eudora F., are you there? Oh, I'm here. I'm here. It's so exciting to be on the radio. Ah, welcome, welcome. Yeah, we're glad to have you. And uh, I, I take it you've had a, a recent encounter with something you could only describe as Gucci. Do you want to talk about it? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I never thought anything would happen uh, quite like this to me. But uh, I always just hear other people talking about their stories. But last night, I was coming home from the quilting bee with uh, Karen and Stephanie. You know, we we made a, a big banner for uh, her husband is getting out of jail. But I was driving home and it was one of those, you know, lonely highways where there's not a lot of street lights or anything. And all of a sudden, something just leapt out right in front of my car and I couldn't do anything uh, about it. And I and I hit it. And I was I was just, you know, I was so broken up because I, you know, my my husband says my I've got a big heart and I just got out to try to see if there was uh, something that I could help. But I couldn't tell what it was. It was some kind of a strange creature. Now, Eudora, we've been getting a lot of reports lately. We did a, a little talk back about this just a couple days ago. Are you sure it wasn't a moose? Well, it wasn't as big as a moose, although I guess moose can be small when they're small. But I don't think it was a moose. For one, it had way more antlers than a moose. More an Now, Eudora, how many antlers were on this alleged goonch that you cited? Well, I counted at least five, but, you know, since they're usually symmetrical, I wondered if maybe one of them broke off or something. Wow, five antlers. You heard it here first, folks. Eudora saw this goonch, five antlers on it, four legs, I'm assuming. Well, you know, I, I counted the antlers really carefully because they were actually very useful as, you know, like, like getting a grip and handles uh, on it while I was uh, loading it up into my car. Now, oh, so you have it. You still have it. Well, actually, that is the funniest thing because I loaded it into the back seat and I was driving home because I figured I maybe I can find an all-night animal hospital or something. But instead, what happened is I heard it start breathing and it was breathing really loud, but started kind of making a snarling noise. And I was thinking, you know what, maybe it's hungry. So I pulled into an all night drive through And by the time I got up to the window, I was going to point out to the person in the window how cool this thing was in my backseat. And I realized it had somehow opened the door and escaped. Whoa. And Eudora, I, I'm, our listeners are dying to know out there what all night drive through did you go through the county line all night pancake hut you heard it here first listeners out there i don't know if that means you want to get out there to the all night pancake hut or avoid it that's up to you is it a gooch we're gonna find out what our listeners think in a poll check us out at whatbuzz.com in the meantime thank you eudora for calling we're gonna move on to our next caller 
I believe we have Evan on the line. Evan, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice talking to you again. Oh, welcome back, Evan. I was going to say, I think I recognize that voice. Welcome back to the show in the Wazosphere. What is up? What's the buzz? Oh, um, well, it might not be anything. Uh, I should start at the beginning, probably. Yeah, so, absolutely. Take it away, Evan. Yeah, um, so me and my, my girlfriend, uh, Maddie, I think I maybe mentioned her last time I was on here. I remember she's the one who's always uh, tying the bread bag incorrectly, if you remember from our last week, listeners. Right. I have to, I have to actually untie it anyway. Um, so the, uh, we had this roommate, um, this roommate, Will, um, we had this roommate. He, he's now currently missing. Um, you know, just as, as things might go, but he was pretty fine as a roommate and, uh, he like was fairly neat and like paid his rent on time. Um, but there's like a couple things that kind of like bugged us. Uh, he, uh, was really into everybody loves Raymond and would play it pretty loudly. Anyway, it was just a lot. Yeah. But he bought a DVD player for it. So we have like a DVD player now so he could play it whenever he wanted to. So that's cool. And then just to specify for our listeners out there on their commutes at their works, waking up. This is uh, not a Blu-ray player. It is a DVD-specific machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically, yeah, we haven't got, we haven't picked up one of the Blu-rays now. I don't know. I'm not sure that's going to be sticking around forever, so. Yeah, same. Uh, My money's all invested in the HD DVD, which I encourage my listeners to check out. But uh, carry on, Evan. So you've got this DVD player. You've got season one of Everybody Loves Raymond. And yeah, I would say that was fine. But he also, um, he would like make suggestions to me and my girlfriend every once in a while. And then he'd like, like laugh them off before we like had a chance to respond. But he did it enough that we, I don't know, I kind of got a weird feeling from it. Um, it was a little uncomfortable in the house. For sure. For sure. Anyway. It was about that time that he went missing. Yeah. And then he goes missing and like. It made, life was a little bit easier. I, was, no, I wasn't waking up at eight, at seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning to loud. Everybody loves Raymond, um, like on a weekend, and I wasn't, uh, you know, deflecting sexual advances um, in my house. So like, there was some relief there, but I don't want anything to be like wrong with him either. You know. Anyway, so the house is a little bit empty. We decide to. Adopt a cat. Um, just looking for a little bit more company in the house. Um, and we go to the the shelter, and this one cat seems to really just be responding to us really well, and just captured our our hearts right away. This um, all like just completely black cat. We named him Mr. Mistopheles. Took him home. It seemed all great. Uh, Mr. Mistopheles came in and immediately walked into Will's room and curled up on his bed. Which was, I, I didn't really think very anything of it at the time. But since then, I've been going back to that moment and kind of having some uh, thoughts about that. Interesting. So, I mean, yeah, cats are independent creatures, but I can see why that might unsettle you. Doesn't seem particularly monstery uh, as far as I'm concerned over here in the Wazosphere. Yeah, I I mean, again, I think I maybe I'm blowing some things out of proportion. Maddie definitely thinks so. Um but the cat just continued to be like 
really affectionate with us, like always in our laps and um, like licking us. And more than once, um, Maddie and I would find the cat in our room during times where we weren't expecting company. Um, I don't know how much I can say on the radio here, but uh, like, you were right on the edge. My producer's giving me the like big hand wave, but calm down, Stella, because this story's just heating up. Yeah. Anyway, so like you know, I would chew out the cat anyway in that kind of situation, but I got kind of a weird feeling. I definitely felt like I was being watched, and that the cat was maybe more needy than I was expecting. But um, then I I wake up on a Saturday morning at like seven o'clock in the morning to um, the the sound of uh the Ray and his family arguing uh, in the living room. And I step out and the TV's on um, and the DVD player's playing. And I don't remember either of us like setting that up and everybody loves Raymond is playing and the Ooh. cat is just watching it intently. Ooh, that that's, that's unsettling for me. You think so? You think that's Evan? I I mean, I'm going to ask you, Evan, I'm going to ask you right here, right now. And uh, of course, listeners out there, we uh, encourage you to weigh in on our brand new HTML site. But uh, Evan, I'm going to ask you what I'm going to ask them. Was this cat a gooch? Was the cat a gooch? Um, I don't think so. Aren't now I, I, there's been a lot of talk and I don't want to get my goonches and my gunches mixed up. <laughs> Was the goonch the one in the water? The catfish? And the catfish see, now, you bring up an interesting one. point there, Evan. Catfish. Yeah. I hear it. Now that I say it, I hear it. Yep. Could um, be that they have finally taken to land just like our fish ancestors of old. That wasn't my first thought, but now you have you gave me something else to consider. Well, but if it's just if it's just a cat, I don't want to like punish the cat. Well, Evan, I, I got to say, you know, we got other callers on the board here, but I, I do want to give you this piece of advice on the off chance that you are dealing with uh, some kind of creature or or gooch like uh, evolution status in the cat from catfish situation. I would say punishing that thing is probably the most dangerous thing you could possibly do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you think it would respond well to boundaries? That's a great question, Evan. Uh, unfortunately, we have to move on to our next caller, oh, so I'm going to okay. let you figure that one out for yourself. Thanks for calling in, and Reggie Wade, welcome to the Wuzzosphere. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. You know, I listened to the show a lot, and I decided, you know, I should finally call in and uh, share my story a little bit. Glad to hear it, Reggie. Welcome to the Wuzzosphere. First-time caller. Always love that. Reggie? I am looking forward to hearing your story about your sighting. What did you see? Our listeners are dying to know. Well, this was this was this was back in '97. Uh, I was down in Michigan, uh, just doing some hiking. Yeah, I know it's not the best place to be, but what you gonna do about it? Well, I was hiking, you know, through through Wexford County. They got some good trails down there, and so I was just on my little adventure by myself. Which, looking back, Probably not the best thing to do, go by yourself into the woods. Always use the buddy system, kids, listening. No, no, that would never fly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And on my hike, I I saw off in the distance what I thought was like a pack of wolves or something like that. And so 
you know, I'm by myself. I only had a walking stick, so I hid behind a large boulder, a large boulder, and I crouched down and I just stayed real quiet. And and you know, I was so scared that those wolves were gonna see me that I was just staring at them, making sure they weren't looking over, and I I felt something on my shoulder, and I turned around, and there was this huge, probably seven feet tall creature with the face of a wolf looking down at me, and and I just ran. I ran and I ran and 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 I and I got home and I locked all my doors and yeah that that's that's the story. Wow. So you saw this creature. It was it sounds like if it had a dog or like a wolf like appearance, it was not a gooch. No, I mean from what I know, you know the goonches they're up here in Superior, not not often down in other places but uh yeah it looked like i did some research on it afterwards and uh apparently that's not the first time somebody's seen something like that they call it the michigan dog man the michigan dog man now you 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 heard this here first in the wasosphere folks usually we get gooch sightings out here this is our first dog man sighting reported from one of our listeners and, and Reggie, I know our, our listeners out there in their cars, working in the garages, wherever they've got their radios tuned in, they're going to want to know this, Reg. Reggie, based on what you saw, if you were to witness a hand-to-hand battle to the death between the Dogman and Superior's own Goonch, who would win in that fight? Oh, I don't know. I, I'd probably have to give it to the Dogman. I mean, this thing was massive. And it just had claws and teeth for days. Okay, uh, well, I, I I gotta say, wasn't super stoked to hear that you're rating one of Michigan's monsters above Superior's, but what can I say? I've never seen one. Well, you know, ne- neither am I, but that's just the truth of the matter, you know? Well, we'll, uh, we'll let our listeners decide. Hit up on the polls and on our websites, folks. Who do you think would take him down in a fight? Are we looking at the Michigan Dogman or the very own Superior Lake Mystery Goonch? as the superior monster. Reggie, thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, thanks for having me. And keep it up here for What's the Buzz. We will be back in a moment. Our call board is still just 10 deep at least, lit up nonstop. People calling in with their goonch sightings, their gunch sightings, and their guwuz sightings. So stay tuned. We'll be back after these brief messages and a new song by Natasha Bedingfield. We'll talk to you in a minute. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Tom Nutt of Tom's Nets, located in historical downtown Haverford. Looking for a net for your next fishing and or hunting trip? 